Is it rude to text someone during a speech? If questions like this have crossed your mind, then you're in good company. Today I'll be taking a closer look at the nuances of everyday interactions that make up the monotony of life. Let's go for a job interview and say afterwards, yeah, I think it went well, but I don't know, it's kind of hard to tell. (laughs) Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch of their quilted friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. (laughs) Now, Dion, I know that... Often I start, I say, before we get started, mm-hmm. and then I just lay into Josh. It's been the same for 121 episodes. But <gasps> I had a text exchange with Josh, and I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I have my, you know, my primal gut instinct. Mm-hmm. But after six years, I feel like... Maybe there's room to learn. Maybe there's room to, to grow and to be better. So, let me tell you okay. about the text exchange. So, Josh takes a photo of a basketball. Top yep. down, beautiful red, white, and blue basketball. Pristine. Mm-hmm. Okay. This yours? Huh. I respond. I remember buying a ball at the start of lockdown for us to play with and never did. I have no memory of what it looks like. This could very well be it. Do with it what you want. Hmm. Josh. Coolies. I'm going to list it on Marketplace. It's in perfect condition, never been used. Hmm. Okay. Dion. Yes. Despite me saying, <laughs> do with it what you want, does Josh have the right to sell my possessions on Marketplace for a profit? Um, for a profit? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm greedy. <laughs> well, it's an interesting like one. Fat cat and, he just, is. and just look at Josh in his suit. <laughs> In his tails and bow tie. Chomping on that cigar. Yeah. Um, I think it's an interesting one because um, did Josh not say, do you mind if I sell it? <laughs> oh, wow. It, un- we, we are on YouTube. Josh's face, hopefully, <laughs> in the camera to him. He looks so... You, like- just heard, you just heard the full exchange. Yes. And the key thing that Christian said was, do with it what okay. you will. So when I said, mm. do with it what you want, yeah, what or what you, you what will... What were you expecting in Josh, my, to, pl- Josh my to pursue a career? In my head, it was like cool, you can use it 100%. You can also, in my head, I'm like, Josh is creative. He's got the Game Boys thing. Maybe he'll like make a prop out of it. Yeah. Do with it what you want. Don't sell it to make money with, though. But hang on, isn't he doing it with what he wants with it? Exactly. By bringing it on the show? Like, by, by bringing this up on the show? This is exactly... This no, is, no, you're no, getting no, the value what? of it. This is perfect. No, okay, I'll tell, you that, I'll tell you that the mental pathways that I took was I found it under the stairs. I was like, uh, why have we got this? It's been there for so long. I keep seeing it. Just get it out. Get rid of it. And I was yeah. like, oh, maybe it's that one Christian bought. I think you might have got one at the start of lockdown. So I messaged him to check, is this yours? Yes. Ergo, do you want it back? What do you want? Okay. And so he said, do with it whatever you want. Now, and I'm like, yeah. what I want is to sell it. Great. The big question then is, who gets the money? That's the big question. I get all of the money. That, I Josh it. would get all the money. No, no, no. I don't, he no. can take it and sell it himself. No, See? No, no, but it's not like it's a big thing to do. <laughs> but, but you're missing the point. No, no, no. Missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? The point is, it's not your possession. And I gave you the right to use it. You gave him exclusive no, possession no. of it. I gave you a license. Code. I gave you a license. Oh, non-permanent license. <laughs> non-permanent license. Just read again exactly your words, please. Do with it what you want. I do know. Do with it what you will. So I think that Josh should do with it what he wants, but if he's going to sell it, I think it should be halves. Well, he he should, can take, no, he, I'll give it to but, him and he can take no, it. Let it clog up your house, Christian. But, 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 but wait, but, but aren't you happy? Se- Christian bought it. Aren't you happy selling it and getting half the money for it? No. 
Why? <laughs> he can have it back and sell it himself. So the options are, Josh, you get all expenses paid trip to Bali <laughs> but- or you don't go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, it's been sitting there. You never know existed. I could have done this behind your back and walked off scot-free. You I'm could a, have. I'm a good guy. Yeah. I messaged you and you said, do whatever you want. Yeah. If you want it back to sell it, I'll happily give it to you. If you want to get it because but junk at your house, okay. I'll give it hang to on. you. This is why I came into... There's a lot of pointing going on at the moment. <laughs> Don't forget, I started this saying, I'm not sure how to feel. You also started at still... pointing as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still not exactly sure whether... Because if, if I hadn't have known, I would have been comfortable with you taking all the money... Because I would never would have known. Okay, what about risk. what about this scenario? A friend of mine, Liam, had a set had a um a massager for his calves, a big massager for foot, feet, and calves. And he was like, "You can have this." And I was like, "This is this is great. I'd love this." So he gave it to me, and I used it, and I was like, "This really isn't doing much for me." So I listed it on it's human what? trafficking. I listed it? it on marketplace for I think it was about two hundred bucks, knowing that. Well, he didn't know that I was listing it, but he, didn't, on, he, he just didn't want it in his it, house. So he's like, take it. Take he's it, like, just take, take it, it, just take it. And he and he also hates selling stuff as well. And he's like, take mm. it. But then the next time I saw him, someone picked it up for 150 bucks, made this profit. And I was like, fuck, do I need to tell him? And then I told him, I was like, hey, by the way, I bought, I, I sold this for you. And he said, and I was like, I, sh- I should give you the money. I'll give you the money for it. And he was like, no, we'll just, let's just go out in a meal. Let's just, the two of us Ooh, go out in a meal and we'll use that. But you can go out in a meal. diplomatic shit. I like that. Hang on, hang on. But oh, I, are you going to take me, what are you going to buy me a bucket of chips? <laughs> <laughs> well, how much did you list it for? I haven't listed it yet because I knew that this, I, I've been lazy as well. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I, the thing hang is. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That was, that was your whole point. You were like, I'll give it back to him and, and he'll never list it. You're, you haven't even listed it. No, not yet. But what the thing is, right? <laughs> I was happy to give it to him, but then in the absence of that, I was going to sell it. Yep. The fact that he said, do with it whatever, I would have happily, if he'd said anything, be yeah. like, yeah, man, no worries, have it back. Here you go, all yours. What he did said, you, do whatever uh, but you this want. This is the whole thing. I don't know, because honestly, it doesn't bother me that much, but there's a part of me that's like... I understand that. Content. Josh. <laughs> you, but, you dug, but you know, but you dug your own grave by telling me do whatever I want with no, it. No, but, but that no. was the thing. In, in my mind, it was never do with it what you want. And but use it, it to sell. It was join the Harlem Globetrotters. But That's what you were saying. Christian's position is kind of strange because it's it not like it's not like it's an artifact that Christian like no. But from his youth and he's like you know you can have you, you have it but do with it. No, it's, 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 it's a new basketball you I never for, used. I honestly forgot it existed. Yeah. And from the first message, you can tell I can't even remember if I bought it. Yeah, yeah. it might not be his. It is, <laughs> <laughs> and it's my money. It was expensive. <laughs> Every now and then we have we get very very exciting news on the show where one of us is either knighted or yes. <laughs> or something really exciting happens. But Josh, you had some really really brilliant personal and uh, w- w- professional professional no, professional and personal news <laughs> um, where you won an award. Yeah, a huge um, award. Yeah, it's massive. Uh, Game Boys comedy, my uh, comedy trio. Uh, we won a green room award. That's amazing for best ensemble. Wow. For independent theatre. That's incredible. Last year. So that the Green Room Awards essentially Melbourne-wide uh, performing arts industry awards. So it scales all the way from the massive musicals you see up there, all the big professional productions, and then there's a category for independent theatre. That's what we nominated for. So of all the shows, uh, independent shows last year, we were the best ensemble. No problem. Yeah, it's huge. It's no great. Pro- uh, yeah, that, that, that were first, first and foremost, sorry, before I get stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you give you a couple of seconds. Congratulations, Josh. Thanks, mate. It's Excellent. huge. I'll still be selling your ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll need it. Independent. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, but independent, right? Like, yes. do you feel as though that there's this air of kind of mystique still about you guys? The the raw 
kind of there's, underground theater. Because IGA have it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the IGA. And they can charge more. The arts. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, there's there's that there's that sense of there's all the big dogs like your Moulin Rouges and your, you know that kind of end of it, yeah. and they're beating the Dorian Greys, and then there's like the sort of underground that just getting it done. Like there's some cool like interesting cabaret shows, some weird musicals, a musical called The Beep Test. That was oh, a bad musical based okay. on the beep test we all did at school. That's good. So there's cool like levels of it to that. And so there, it is a nice feeling of, yeah, you feel like the sort of, yeah, a bit of like the underground kind of stuff and on the night. Because it was a big proper award ceremony. It was at the Capitol Theatre. Everyone's oh. all dressed up really nice. So it was like also really cool to be a part of that. Like I'd, I've never really been to a, oh, we've been to the podcast awards, but mm. yeah, and another big award ceremony like that. It was kind of cool to be part of it. Were you surprised to win it? Yeah, I, I had absolutely did not think we'd win at all. Really? Like, yeah, because some of the stuff we're up against um, had done very well at Melbourne Fringe, um, winning some awards and stuff. So I was like, oh, something like that'll win. Um, but yeah, so it was this awesome mo- moment of like genuine surprise. Of, was, like, th- was there any noise that you made in particular? Well, wait, just there's laughed a, a lot. There's a, there's Me and my a, brother just laughing. That's nice. Yeah. There's a clip that we'll put on the Patrick socials where you can we can watch the reaction live. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, was that the greatest surprise of your life? It was. It, I was thinking about it. I'm like, it's so rare you have a genuine surprise moment mm-hmm. like that because I was so sure we wouldn't win. Yes, Christian. Uh, Josh, a bigger surprise in his life was finding out that I owned the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And Christian is going for callback number 30 <laughs> on the show today. Um, but yeah, it was like this real genuine moment of surprise because I really did not expect us to win. So Eden and I just couldn't stop laughing. We were just like laughing on our way up to the stage to give our little speech and stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking, there's not many times in your life anymore where I think you get, because I was thinking about a genuine surprise. Maybe, you know, you're getting into a uni course or you get a new job or something. Yep. And it's that instantaneous moment Mm. where it's like, I know you get a phone call or something and Mm. it's good news on the end. And no no one else knows aside from that other party. Like that's the cool thing when you get that news delivered to you. But yeah, like a job's a nice one. That's a really, really, Really nice one, yeah. Dion. Can I just say you love Absolutely. surprises? I do like surprises. That's you, true. And you also, I do. You love receiving as much as you love giving surprises. But that's a, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's <laughs> <laughs> a different thing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of. Uh, um, yeah, I do. I do. I, I think it's the spice of life. I think we've lost all element of surprise in life. Mm. Everything's just you can just message people. Did you? Did you? What did you do when you won the award? Did you like get on your phone? Yeah. Well, what was weird is there was an, a feeling of like wanting to document the night and put it up on socials and stuff. You know, have your stories yeah. and be be part of the conversation. Mm. And I feel a bit weird about that because I'm always like, just enjoy the thing, be in the moment. But for something like that, it's a bit more of an industry thing, and you know, you got to project an image and that. Go, look, we're at the green room awards, so you kind of it's important. To to do that mm-hmm. stuff career-wise. Um, but I did find myself during the actual ceremony because after after we won, more awards, more awards, like four hours of just announcing awards. Jesus. I felt like, oh, I can't really be on my phone because you want to pay people respect who've just won an award, doing their speech, the nominations. But then I was like, oh, but I also, it's really important. Just I just want to tell everyone about this. Mm. It's a really exciting thing for me. I'm like, oh, can we go out and get a drink? Like, is it a bit rude just to win and then dash out and stuff? So Can I ask, yeah. did you, <clears throat> what was your approach to the text to people? Did you have layers of like, this I'll draft a message, like a big message for like group Great. threads. No. And then, you know, Surely. my best, the closest, my, my, most intimate get personal <laughs> messages like, holy fuck, we did it. It was. You're not writing a, a different text no. message for every person. No, no. I did it in about three, two, maybe two group threads. Yeah. Maybe three group threads. Yep. And it was just like, had a photo award going like, we won. Amazing. So great. Oh, I so think you, I swore so, in there as well. Ah, uh, so you, uh, you went simple. Yeah. We, I was we like, won. just get them out there. 
Not concerned that people would have no context or understand. No, because I was that excited. I was like, some <laughs> forcing people to ask no, questions. I, I, knew, I knew that. Christian, have you got a bone to pick? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Christian, have you got a bone it's to his, pick with Josh's it's Green his Room Award? Special <laughs> moment. No, but I knew that because I'm like. People who know what they are know what they are, and if you don't, you have absolutely no idea what it is. But yeah. I was just and Josh like isn't prepared to explain that. No, to but you. I was just excited about it. Like yes. it was a really exciting yes. moments. So I was like, I just want to tell as many of my friends as possible, yeah. um, and just yeah, talk about it. Any underwhelming responses? No, nah, everyone was super lovely about it. That's you were whelmed. Nice. Yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone was really nice. Yeah, but it, it was interesting though, and I was wondering what would you guys feel like during that moment of is it rude to be on your phone then? Mm. Say someone's giving their acceptance speech mm. and you're four rows down, is it rude in that moment, in that context, to be on your phone? Well, it's all about, uh, isn't it about if the people can see you? Like, I know it's about like your integrity and stuff, but isn't it about if the people can actually see you on your phone? Because if they can't see you, then you've done no harm. I don't think. Well, you're not paying attention, right? Yeah, attention and yeah. attention. Because it's about thing. your divided attention. It's about giving those people. But then it's like, I don't know this production, yeah. this category. I'm not in cabaret. Like, it when, doesn't bother me. Josh, mm. when you were up receiving the award and doing your speech, can you recall anyone's face exactly. in the crowd? That's what I thought. No, I was just talking into the void. So you know? you'd only really be rude to the presenters who probably a little more engaged in but the even audience. Then they're just reading out. Nominations did Yeah you, did, announcement. You, did you have a speech prepared? I thought about a couple of Like the festivals to thank But that yeah. was kind of it I, I think much like At the movie At the movie cinema Oh <laughs> <laughs> at, at the cinemas So disappointed with yourself I know uh, You'll never win an award with that attitude <laughs> <laughs> um, At the cinema When you're texting you're interrupting the show for the people on either side oh, of you. I completely agree. So it's I, Yeah, so I think if you were sending a text message, oh. you would have had to put your brightness all the well, way actually, down. Actually, you just Good made me realise mm. it, w- it wasn't like lights down. Oh. It was lights kind of, you could clearly see around the room and who was around. So maybe with that, knowing the, the lights Josh, set the tone. the lights are up, you are, yeah. you're in the clear. Do you know what? Yeah, that, right. that is a major consideration that I feel like other people don't consider. The whole thing of like that light and how your lo- how your oh, eye is drawn to the light. Absolutely, that, is that, that, I've only just realised that in the last six months that that's the most the, annoying thing about people. It's like shining. It's like doing a ghost story. Like it, you're shining a torch in your face. Yeah. Any time that I'm watching a TV show or a movie uh, with my partner and the and we have the lamp on and it goes dark on the screen and you can see your own reflection, uh, you're out of the show. Uh, we, 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 are, we wave at ourselves. We are, we are useless, aren't we? I'm exactly the same. Absolutely. All, all the light has to be perfect. Just shock. Just put us down. <laughs> I, I don't like doing it, but I agree with Dion. Put, it, put, put us, us all down. <laughs> Not Josh. He's just won a green win award. Congratulations, And he's going to give me 50%. <laughs> So, so it was four hours of having to... Yeah, so you kind of felt compelled to stay there. But you probably... Yeah. After that award, you probably really didn't want to be there. You probably just wanted to oh, share it maybe with but people. But the thing was, there wasn't like socialising time. So it was like we went outside for a drink at one point just to celebrate privately. Yeah. But then it wasn't until the very end that you could sort of talk to people and hang out. So yeah, it, was, okay. it was a weird thing. But I don't know how you speed that up. I don't know how you speed it up. Can I, can I say one thing, Josh? I was thinking when I asked before, like, did you have a speech? I was thinking, you know, did you have something written down? Mm. The other day, Christian and I were watching a press conference, an AFL press conference where the, the CEO was talking. <laughs> and I noticed that he was reading from a statement. But as he was reading from the statement, he was, he was you know how you read from something, but you want to look up. to, mm. to ma- But I, I, that looking up, like looking up to the audience, are you... 
Are you generally fixing on one part of the room? Are you actually looking at people's faces or is it a cursory De- Dion look was up? so, so interested in what his really eyes excited. were doing. I was really excited. And then he realized once he started paying attention to it that the CEO was genuinely bouncing his eyes from person to person. Which I think is a really eyes. hard thing to do because mm. when you're... That, that's the other thing. When you're reading something out in front of an audience... It's not an I easy think it thing depends to do. On, I think it depends on the group. Like if you're at the Green Room Awards and you're on stage yeah. looking out over a vast audience, a simple look up yeah. is enough. Well, I guess Josh- or no, actually it'd be like, look up, left, right. Well, Josh, when, you, yeah. you guys are everything. Jo- is. Dion, are you trying, no, to, no, no. Are you trying to say something? <laughs> Josh, when you're, wanna- performing, <laughs> when you're performing and you're looking up into the audience, are you looking at faces? Nah, most of the time I'm looking out to nothing. Yeah. Unless okay. you're directly trying to engage with specific people. Okay. But for the most part, I just look out into nothing. Yeah, But the thing is, when people are reading off something, the worst is when they go to look up and then they come back and they've lost their spot. Yeah. And it made me think like, what is kind of... Because I also did some, some work training recently and I was thinking about what makes a... A, a training seminar, like someone who's good or bad at that, because we had a number of different talkers. Yeah, and I was I was noticing that I this like I'm fine just to, even though it's dull and boring, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. just sit and listen. But then there's some that are like really engaging. And I was like, what is it about those people? And it's to me, you have a few, a couple little jokes. Yep, mm. nothing big, nothing too scripted, just something that gets maybe a little chuckle. Yep. Yeah, just like one or two. You don't need more than that. You just need to care about it, don't you? Yeah, and then on top of that, it's uh, you just can talk. Like even if you have notes. You just, it's like headings and you can just talk and look to everyone. You're not mm. specifically reading off stuff the whole time. You know your shit so well yes. that you're just talking about That's it. That's a really good point. Yeah, actually engaging with the content. But sometimes you just have to sit through it, right? Like what was the audience like at this uh, training? One of them, it was quite a small room. It was like a university lecturing room, but it was like six rows deep, mm-hmm. um, very, very small space. And there were a couple of people behind us who were like chatting quite loudly. Really? Like not paying attention. And I was there with my girlfriend and we would sort of like, we're a bit older than a lot of people. So you, you don't want to be the sort of stick in the mud. Like, hey guys, can you be quiet, please? It was very distracting to the point like everyone could hear them quite clearly. And I was like, that's the job of the people presenting, right? To be like, mm. sorry, is that a question up there? But they also <laughs> well, don't want to buzz kill because you're going to work with these people, right? Exactly. And they're going to be managing them or something. That, but still, that yeah. Josh, that response is exactly the way to handle that, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, was that a question? Got a question out the back there? Oh, that's excellent. Oh, sorry, uh, no, uh, if you guys could just keep it down. Yeah. No, that's not that. A, you just keep no, going but, back to them. I go, question out there? <laughs> no? Okay. No, no. That's I, great. I, I've got a question this time. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. That would be very effective. But but yeah, it's it's obnoxious. I think a lot of people aren't particularly good at whispering either. I don't know if yeah. you guys are. Are you guys good at whispering? Nah. What's your whisper like? I th- I, we've, we've done we've done a whisper. We've bit done on whispering. What, hang yeah. on, what Christian was about to do that was a very sexy whisper. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> that's not me. That's Dion. Are you guys ready to train? <laughs> it's like ASMR, which you love. You love whispering. I love. You ASMR. love it. And so, um, yeah. So Josh, that sounds like it was very frustrating. Well, what would what would you have played? What was your play? What would your play be in that situation? I I don't know if I'd say anything. I'd probably just sort of look around over yeah. my shoulder. Because they'd have to be behind me. It'd have yeah, to be over yeah, my yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that you don't necessarily have to say anything. You just have to give them an awareness that, yeah, what they're doing is really annoying. I think that kind of happened. Like, people did look around. But, like, is but isn't, it, yeah. isn't it interesting when you're when you're the one pulled up on it? And I'm not saying that it's happened much in my life before. But there would have been a time or two where someone would have been like, hey, sorry, excuse me. That In that moment, you're probably a little bit angry at the person pulling you up. 
No. Well, so probably, I, yeah, you're probably ashamed. Yeah, out yeah. of shame. So yeah. that's that's the whole reason that we don't pull people up, isn't it? Oh, you don't they, want them to feel ashamed. No, because then they react volatile. There's some volatility back at you. There, there can be hostilities like, oh, what are you talking about? It's fine. But then there would be people who'd be like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I had no idea. Do you know what? Yeah, but they, they have, they absolutely they have must, an right? idea. They that, must. And that type of person behaves that way everywhere they go. Why? Be- because no one's ever pulled them up and, and their parents didn't smack them on the <laughs> bum. <laughs> didn't With smack what? them With on the what? bum. With what? With a new- rolled up newspaper? What, what, what are they, dog? <laughs> <laughs> Spray bottle of wooden spoon. There you go. Yeah. Um, are there any, are there any uh, uh, like events that you can go to where you can comfortably speak as a crowd participant? I think anything educational, nah. Entertainment, yeah, probably. I think like a gig or something, if you're hovering near the back. Nah, I I cannot stand that. You hate- but really? you know what? I do, not, I do not appreciate the idea that I'm at a musical event that people paid money to go to. And if I stand a little bit towards the back, the people back here don't care if I speak. Do you know where there's the most obnoxious chatter? Synagogue. <laughs> oh, really? At the synagogue, it, the the level of noise that of people of people just doing business with each other in the sta- in the in the Jeez. seats is so funny, and they are regularly shushed by the rabbi really? and by people. They're like, but it's almost like shush it's a, sounds like a, a Yiddish <laughs> word, doesn't it? It's almost like it's a cultural thing, though. That like you have to do, like you do your business in 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 in, in shul, but you have to be shushed. That's your rite of passage. It's interesting. It's hilarious. It's just like multitasking. Well, I've got to be here, but yeah, yeah. that's the thing. And I think a lot of people find that boring. And I guess it's the same thing as the training. So think of this as a Jewish training session. <laughs> the shul shush. <laughs> Speaking of the shul shush, <laughs> we've actually done, uh, we'd like to do copycat this week. Mm, excellent. Uh, which is where we take a known sound and we try and recreate it as best we can without any practice. And so in the past, we've done a, a squeaky mouse opening a squeaky door. We've done the Tim a, Allen grunt. Tim Allen grunt. We've done a, a, a walking crossing. Yeah. A walking crossing. A walking crossing. I couldn't think of the word. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have paid you out for it because I do it way more often than you. <laughs> Um, anyway, so this week for the copycat, we are going to be doing an electric kettle and we'll be going from the point of turning it on, it rapidly boiling and then automatically switching off. That is what we're going to be hearing. <clears throat> and uh, Dion, would you like to kick us off? Yeah, sure. I can't use a prop, can no, I? No, no, just vocals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the kettle God. giggles. It's it's just boiled. It's like it's it's just it's just post orgasm. You know what the problem was? A little I giggle for- and then it- I forgot to take a breath before. Oh, Jesus, All right. I can't wait to watch that back. Oh, as well. I can't hear. Wait to hear you, Christian, because you're yeah. up next. Yeah. Okay. And you'll be shocking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> That's my vote for ingenuity. Oh my god! Excellent, you get the bubbles. I think I've got this in the bag. uh... Wait a minute, that was. Did you not hear the bubbles? The start was terrible. Well, that's because you said I was on Everest. You (laughs) weren't listening to the nuance. You weren't putting yourself in the kitchen. In the kettle. Uh, Get in the kettle. 
Joshua? <clears throat> okay. Uh, that, that got to 90 degrees That wasn't 100 uh, <laughs> It didn't boil It's only because of the click, the click And then, and then the, the, bo- boil then down. the boil down Whatever right. pretty I, whatever. Think I think it's You know you might be good at an ensemble But you shit on your own <laughs> <laughs> I had an interesting experience uh, I have barracked for the uh, Geelong Cats In the AFL for my entire life and I've never been to a game at what Cadinia Park, their home ground in Geelong. That's bizarre. I've been there once before uh, for, at a family day, and I got to see some of my favourite players. Didn't get to see Gary Ablett, as I once told <laughs> on this podcast. Mm-hmm. He was at the RSL playing pokies. <laughs> Saw him there, though. Got the uh, infamous photo of being yeah. lifted up into the air. Went, went for the first time. A friend invited me to go with his family. Long, long intro to a story to say that on the train back from that game, <laughs> I think it was just a very, very important moment in my life to be at, at that game. But um, it's a real surprise s- moment. You sat on Gary Ablett's lap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was on the train home and there was a seat empty next to me on the on the right hand side, and a man probably in his late seventies, early eighties sat next to me, and on a bit of an angle, and then for the next forty five minutes. With quite animated gesticulation, so he's talking to someone next to you, or talking something. to another elderly oh, man okay. next to him, was elbowing me incessantly, yeah. and he had no idea he was doing it because I was trying to like look look over and kind of m- meet his eyes. He had no idea, and he was elbowing just all the time. Did he think he was maybe knocking like a non-important part of your body or something? But he never looked back to check. Yeah, right. Yeah, never looked really back because you can feel that. If you're on public transport and you move so, around, yes, you can feel when you, you hit can, things. You can, if you care about feeling for it. And if you have elbows. And, it, and but who knows? So, the, this is a two-pronged question. Mm. The first prong is, do you lose feeling in your elbows as you get older? <laughs> <laughs> if not, we let the elderly off way too easily. You didn't say anything? I said nothing because he was a late 70s, early 80s male. What? How how far down the age range till you say something? I think that if it was probably like a like a fifty something person, and, mm-hmm. and and what's your approach there? What are you saying? I, I I probably would have actually pushed my arm into their <laughs> elbow a little bit so they felt some more resistance. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. I so like I that. would have I- interacted with them. And yep. then what? And then well, what if they didn't respond then? Uh, th- there would have been a multi-layered approach. That would have been layer one. If <laughs> they didn't respond one. to that, okay. I would. I would as I think with a that's an DefCon older- four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as I'm approaching DefCon one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am. I-, I think at that point I'm probably like caressing the back of their hair. <laughs> Of course, of course, because they're elderly, as you're saying. So, Christian, you thought it was because he was elderly and didn't have that awareness. I think there is, there is a as I There's think what I've noticed. Yeah, as you get older, you don't have to ha- be so aware of these things because people have been told to respect their elders. Well, I agree mm. with you because thinking about this, I'm like, yeah, if an old guy was knocking, I'd go, oh, they don't really know what they're doing. I'll, I'll let it slide. Whereas I think with a younger person, you feel there's more purpose to it or they should know better. Well, you know? do you know what? <clears throat> I was sitting next to a, um, uh, a woman on the tram. She would have been probably early 30s. 
And we were sitting right next to each other and she was using her phone and she was always lifting her arm up to use her phone and she'd sort of brush past me. It was very, very annoying. Mm. And she was also taking up a little bit sort of more of of the seat. Uh, By the way, can I just say that men all over the world are doing this at this very moment, man spreading everywhere. But the fact that this was a lady, but I was, I was a bit, it was a bit annoying because it was in the morning and, and it was just, I just wanted my space. And I was like, oh, fuck this. So I so I got up like two stops early because it was annoying me. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck was she doing? I got up and I had my headphones in. And as I was getting off the tram, someone tapped me on the on the arm. And it was with her. It was her with my umbrella. Oh, no. Oh, and she was so wow. kind. She came She came up like halfway up the tram oh. to give me my umbrella. And oh, I was like, no. God bless this woman. She, oh. she rubbed the umbrella on your arm <laughs> to get your attention. <laughs> um, but it was really lovely because I'd made this judgment that she was so annoying. And then she did this lovely lovely thing but you chose in that moment as christian did you didn't say anything i didn't say anything i just thought i'm just gonna get up and just i couldn't be bothered i, I didn't yeah, want an altercation i think if you nah. if you have the opportunity to get up and remove yourself from the situation do that yeah i didn't i think there's a bit of difference though because dion's one sounds like there's a bit of just natural movement it just happens that's that you're right so, you're in such close quarters but yours christian this seems a was, bit more like yeah you're really getting out of your personal space there and really swinging, he, swinging elbows but, yeah. but that's but that's what i mean like on a train you have to be more considerate of the yes. space that you have. It's, it's hard though. So I go to the football with my dad and I usually arrive at the footy in our seats and my dad will come and he will usually have a backpack full of like fruit. Like he just <laughs> right. brings a lot of fruit. Um, and I when he that. when he comes in the aisle, he will knock people and it's really, really funny. <laughs> oh. And sometimes he won't have any awareness how big the backpack is. Yeah. And the other week, like he fully someone in the head and I sort of had to apologise on, on, on his behalf but Again, he's got no awareness he there. wouldn't have done that as a yeah, younger right. man though no he wouldn't have but I, I mean he would have taken his backpack off no they had satchels back or then there's no backpacks but satchels <laughs> backpack's interesting because I feel like the once- satchel shul shush because <laughs> once someone puts a backpack on I think on PT, they, they get way less aware of what... Because you can't yeah. feel that touching someone, right? I'll t- Any a, body a stuff, of, though, you can feel a it. A friend of ours, I mean, yeah. he could... he, he um, Neo will absolutely kill someone if yeah. they get on a tram with a or train with a backpack on. on and they don't take it off. And yeah. I think yeah. it's fair. You just got to take that but, thing off. I'll tell you what, when you have your backpack on on the tram, and, I'm, and I'm, I know the rule, you take it off on a full tram, but when you have it on, you're like, no one's touching my back now. Oh, I've protected. Oh, yeah. space. I've protected that personal space of mine. But do you want to protect that personal space, or would you prefer to put it around and protect your front, your front space? What? Wear it like a baby? Yeah, like wear it like a baby, <laughs> like cradle it and put a nappy around it. Um, <laughs> That'd be a strange practice, wouldn't it? I don't know because you have your arms at the front. No, no. But babies you don't. don't. Have bag are, are, you worried, are you worried about someone just tinkering in your bag? If tinkering? It, yeah. If it's, <laughs> Were if they it's, fixing it? Yeah. Build, building an Iron Man suit out of I, it? Because <laughs> I put it between my legs and then I've got it The contained. baby? <laughs> <laughs> then I've got it between Is my legs. Is that baby an Iron Man suit? <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of people knocking, I had another similar experience and I did say something. I was at a gig, mm. Northeast Party House. Great, great band, great gig. Oh. Um. And there was quite a drunk woman. We were sort of off the back. So there's like the main thrust of everything. Mm-hmm. And then we're sort of off the back where you got a bit more space. And I feel like in that space in the gig, it's like, hey, we're not in the thick of it. We're here to sort of watch and enjoy and maybe have a little bit of a boogie, but nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. And this very drunk woman, there was because there was space around us, she had space to flail around and knock. Mm. And so at the first, uh, they were in front of us and sort of knocked into us a couple of times. And then they went up behind us. And then she knocked into me a couple of times. Yes. And so... We're talking about our DEFCONs, my DEFCON 5, so Ooh, first yes. stage, it was just the, the look around like the, hey, 
Josh, for th- you've hit me. For those who don't know DEFCON, and there's, uh, you yeah. have to explain it. It's levels of alarm, right? Yeah, it's the nuclear preparedness. Yes. So when there's big nuclear action, DEFCON yeah. one, that is like hectic, and then five is like, hey, there's a okay. So we're at five on. at the yeah. moment. Yeah. You're so I'm, 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 I'm looking around, and I'm just like to be like, you're hitting me. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, it I'm starts with that. the look around. Yeah. Yep. So it was her and two friends, right? And then happened like a couple more times. Looked around again, and then I think some of the friends. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Huh. Then so did, did you meet their gaze? Uh, no, uh, not in that, not in that moment. Didn't meet Andrew. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then it happened again. So <laughs> I turned around. I was like, um, "You can you? Sorry, can you stop knocking into me?" You said it. Yeah, yeah. I said it to her, and then like the friends were like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." I'm like, "Okay, mm-hmm. okay." And then. Like a few minutes later, cop a whack in the head with a flailing hand. Oh, like, wow. right. And I'm trying to be cool because I'm like, I'm at a gig. Yes. People are dancing. Yes. We're having a bit of fun. I yep. get it. Yeah. Get another one in the head. So I just go around. You can hit them. <laughs> I, I was really happy with this. I just went, like, called her in and went, You keep hitting me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> just really matter That's of factly. Funny. Like really, really, really matter of factly. Uh, like not like yelling at us. Like you keep hitting me in the head. Uh, what did so she say? Good re- her response was terrible. Yeah, it was something like it, is. it was something like oh, like kind of like oh, okay, that kind of thing. Oh, I'll stop hitting you in the head. Yeah, yeah. right. It stop ruining my fun. Yeah, and then another, and then so, <laughs> you concussed me. <laughs> and so it kept happening, and I was kind of, and then the friend came up and was super apologetic, and I was like, you can also move somewhere else because yeah. I'm. I was here before you guys. I don't think I should have to move because you're swinging around too I much. don't even think... Yeah, even if you weren't first there, it's those people <laughs> at gigs that recklessly use the space that ruin it for everyone. But, and then what I was also going to say, I was like, if we're up the front, I would have way less issue. And I said, get her up there. Get her up in the front of it where there's no... She can't move as much. Yeah, <laughs> so she had too much, Yeah, she had too much space to, to flow around. So but I, I was happy to say something in that instance. For you, Josh... If you're at a gig, it sounds like the front is for the movement. Yeah. The back is for the chatter. Uh, so yours you is chat. like a, yours is like a bus. Yeah, right? you're a bit more cash <laughs> up the back. Okay. You're still so at the gig. You're engaged with it, but you have a bit more wiggle room to do things. But, but I, if it's like a bus, isn't the suspension better at the back? So you shouldn't have felt the head knocks. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm with you. Gigs are, I think, they can get me to 10 the fastest uh, than any other event. Because oh, you're getting amped up. Yeah, really mm. and truly. Because when people are flinging their arms around, yeah. it, it is such a disruptor to being in the moment. But yes. talking at events, at, at a gig, mm. is the most infuriating But can you hear it that much? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I wouldn't have thought that you could hear it. Oh, when they're right next to you and it's two guys with... Years, they're like, hey, so what? Like, obviously insecure to stand there and watch the music. Do, do you know what? Billy Joel had a concert six, six months ago, and I was there, and it was at the MCG. Yeah, and there were a hundred thousand people, and I got shushed at that concert oh, by God. Billy Joel. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I got shushed. I can't imagine getting shushed at the MCG. At the MCG, everyone is... I mean, isn't it... It's pretty annoying when people are singing along. I can hardly hear him. But (laughs) me and my partner are the ones that get shushed. And I turned around and I... I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I just was like, I'm here. I'm here to have a great night. I'm not talking particularly loudly. I don't think I said it like that, but I was like, hey, I'm I just going to- much more aggressive. I'm just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hit her in the head. Um, no, I just I just was like, hey, I'm just going to enjoy this. Uh, I, I'm shut the fuck up. 
It was just, it was, it was a weird thing to be told at such a huge event. It's like being because, told not but, to swim at the beach. But do you understand? So, so it was. I remember I went to an M eighty three gig with uh, a friend of mine years ago, right? And it was a very special gig because we hadn't seen uh, them li- them live, and we really like their songs. And so, during a very particular song, both of us were starting to kind of well up with tears because it was a song that we'd both listened to for a number of years together. During that moment, there was a group of idiots next to us talking really loudly and ruined something that was otherwise a really special moment for the two of us. Yeah. And I will never forget that both of us will never forget that moment being being ruined. I, I, I think so. I, how do you know that wasn't you to uh, those people? I think I well, I think I've talked about this before. I I too am hypersensitive, particularly, and I've got I'm sure I've gotten it from my dad. If someone is opening one of those lollies, and I can and I can I can I can detect one of them from five kilometers away. Someone opening a butter menthol. Yeah, I know when that's being opened. God, they're delicious. I demolished I, on, a packet on, on the weekend. I, I, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Where are you going with no, this? Well, I'm, my ears are very, very sensitive. But in that moment, I think it's the context. 100,000 people at the MCG seeing Billy Joel and I'm talking to someone next to I me. Think I don't want to be shush. I think Shut it's because you thought what you were doing was reasonable. If that's you right. You had assessed for yourself. Yeah. Objectively, yeah. I'm okay. Here. I wasn't hitting. I wasn't punching anyone else in the head. But yeah. <laughs> but you're like, you're not shouting so much. You're just sort no. of chatting. You're at the MCG. It's a big open air gig. Yeah. I can kind of understand that okay. where coming from. So, can you understand six rows back at the lecture theatre? Hey, I don't really need to engage with this because it's just the the safety or the whatever training. Oh, I'm, I'm just, just going to chat safety to my training. Yeah, but I'm just going to chat to my mate. Uh, no, because you're literally being paid there. Yeah, that's you're at work. Yeah, I, so pay I attention. No, yeah. I'm with you. Rather than a, a social entertainment thing at a gig, but I'd, I'm okay with chatting at the back of a gig. But I think, you know what? It shouldn't. I think it, if it's kind of about the gig, I'm okay with it. If it's something like, how was work today? What do you think like, of that? Nah. Huge point. What do you think of that, Christian? But those conversations about the gig don't take very long. Like if there's someone next to me who's like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Oh, the drums are mixed so well. That's over pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. But it's when it's those rubbish drunk conversations yes. that never end next yeah. to you. Get the fuck out of there. It's a gig. Go to a bar. And now it's time to think. Camembert and brie cheese, exactly the same cheeses with different names. I know what a nook is. What the hell is a cranny? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. A little bit of skin is poking out of my cuticle. Maybe I'll just quickly pull it off of my teeth. Huh. It's odd. Pulled a little bit too much of, <laughs> of it off and now I'm bleeding. Better keep ripping it off so that my cuticle looks flush. <laughs> Would you look at that? I'm bleeding pretty profusely now. <laughs> I'll just quickly suck the blood so there isn't a mess left on my finger. Jeez, that was actually pretty tasty. <laughs> actually, you know who has a lot of blood? Grandma. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. 
Josh, it's been a big week for you. Christian, less so, I would say. <laughs> you haven't won any awards this week, have you, Christian? Not that I know of. Yeah. You never have, have you? God, that's God, that's sad. <laughs> uh, little reminder, we're across all the socials, at Welcome to Patchwork. Also, go to Patreon if you want to support the show, get a little bonus patch in the off week. And also, the best thing you do, tell a friend. If you enjoy the show, let someone else know. Can I say, the bonus patch, we recorded for 15 minutes the last one. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good content. Probably better than this show's ever been. Maybe we'll release it in the feed. And you've got to all have a listen. Oh, we should do that. Why not? Why bloody not? And as we do every week, we sew a new patch into our quilt of friendship. Josh! What patch did you sew into our quilt this week? Thank you, Dion. My patch this week is me talking all the way through the Green Room Awards, missing my award win, and then Christian accepting it on my behalf and selling it online afterwards. (laughs) Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Thank you, Josh. This week I sewed into my patch the inaugural winner of the best backpack, (laughs) Iron Man Baby. And Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week is Christian taking back his basketball and bringing it along as a projectile for anyone that disturbs him during a gig. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. And a special goodbye to our listeners in Serbia. Spogom. 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 podcast was self-produced by Welcome to Patchwork and edited by Josh Porter. The theme song and additional original music was composed by Christian Pisasali. Imagine that for a copycat. Your genuine orgasm sound. Flubbergaloo! <laughs> Ha, 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 I'm numb. <laughs> <laughs>